Do you get like grabbed? It happens. Yeah, like when someone's super wasted or whatever, but it's pretty rare and you can usually tell when something like that's coming, you know, and just kind of like you know, <laughs> let me just say this. Uh, we have a zero tolerance policy on it. You know, I don't mind calling the cops if customers commit the crime of sexual mm -hmm. assault. And trust me, I don't have to call far because you know what? We have a lot of officers who are regulars. And Officer Dominguez is a cutie, I think. Uh, th but seriously, y'all, um, let me just say, the most important thing is that this is a mainstream place, you know, and it's a family place, which means a lot of families come here, and it also means that we're all family. And yeah, you're not, you know, you're not wearing a, a whole lot of clothes, but trust me, if these guys wanted to go to a strip club, they know where to find them. They just come here so some sweet girls can take good care of them. It's like, like working at, at Chili's or Applebee's, except it's more fun and the tips are way better. Usually. If you know how to work it. Show number 190. I'm Jeff. This is part of the MySpace, the podcast, podcast feed, something. Uh, okay, here we go. We're going to, this is called Support the Girls. It's actually the first film by Andrew Buchalski. Buchalski, Buchalski. Hope I'm saying that right. That I've reviewed. I have watched, though, if you're curious. I've watched uh, all of his films except for Beeswax. So I'm looking at his filmography, and he's got a short film in there, too. I won't count. But Funny Ha Ha, yes. Saw it. Uh, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Saw it, saw it a long time ago. And this is, and this is he's an interesting guy to me because he um, basically uh he 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 kind of turned on a dime he so he made a mutual appreciation which was another mumblecore film 2002 and then 2005 he does those he does these two films and these are very much very much in the mumblecore aesthetic and if you want if you you know if you don't know much about mumblecore it's it it, it kind of it, it had a run you know and it's sort of and I feel like it's it's kind of uh, you know lost. I, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the Wikipedia list of mumblecore movies, and I'm looking at like from 2015 on. I I don't know some of these. I don't know what the, they um. Uh, yeah, there's there's two lists here. List of mumble oh mumble gore. I don't know mumble. I don't know anything about mumble gore. I guess that's like horror films. Uh, they actually have a mumble gore movement. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, so you know you have like when I think of mumblecore, I think of look, I think of funny ha ha. I think of Hannah takes the stairs. I think of the puffy chair. I think of the Duplass brothers. I think of Joe Swanberg. I think of all those types of guys. And, and I've I've reviewed some of their films, and uh, I, I I think they're they're very hit or miss for me. You know, tiny, I'm seeing tiny furniture on here. And Cyrus, that's 2010. Both of those films are, I, they're, they're sort of a little bit, you know, Your Sister's Sister, 2011, I saw that. That's a Duplass, I think, Brothers film, or one of the Duplass Brothers in it. Um, actually, Lynn Shelton wrote and directed that. Excuse me. Um, the Color Wheel, so, uh, you know, the, the Color Wheel, I think, is, is certainly... Uh, um, 
maybe a 2012 film that what I would I would consider the dude the dude deca pentathlon I never saw that but that seems like it's definitely in the mumble car the mumble core thing Jeff who lives at home again you're you're getting a little bit too much um production value all the light in the sky a lot of the Joe Swanberg stuff really I would say is 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 definitely in the in the but it, but as these guys developed it's almost like the the aesthetics of this thing that they were trying to do this mumblecore thing they sort of it sort of evaporates on all on its own just because they they get more money they get more they get better at making films frankly i mean let's put it you know like there, there's certainly an amateurish quality to like the mumblecore stuff um which isn't i i'm not not to knock it i th- i think you know, I, I, I made a comment on a movie trailer that I saw recently for a horror film. Oh, what the call it was called? Body at Brighton Mountain or something. I, I forget the name of the movie, but it, it had this digital film quality to it, right? Like there was something about the, the aesthetic of the thing. would look. It looked like it was shot on like a, a really good cell phone video camera. And... I'm still waiting for for a wave of of films that look like that and that, but that are and are also actually made for next to nothing to kind of uh take off because we're st- the movies for some for some reason still can't get out of the this systematic um method of of cr- their creation and not only the creation but the distribution. I know this is a long-winded intro and We'll talk about this movie, but I think it all ties together because Bujalski, see, you see Bujalski here. He um he clearly is doesn't doesn't want to make the mumblecore movies that he was making earlier, and you know he might or anyone might be up might 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 tell me like, well, no, actually, you know what, this is support the girls is still even in the would would kind of fit the mumblecore genre in the way it's sort of low-key storytelling and i you know i i don't necessarily disagree with that that there's a lineage here that that exists but it's 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 aspirations to me pop pop off the screen that it's trying to be more of a uh mainstream comedy really it's really this is you know this is a straight-up comedy in in so much as there are beats and there are kind of uh uh, 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 jokes, even if they're not, you know, straight one-liners. So anyway, this is the, the little primer on Bujalski. He made these very low budget, very much uh, grainy. I think he shot on on film. Uh, this has a lot more sleek uh, visual look than the previous uh, films. And um, his last film, which was Results, was done in I would say this same style, if you will, it's just a very clean. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Didn't have a huge budget, uh, but but certainly um, was aiming to kind of look like a bigger budget film or look like look like a little bit more mainstream film. And I loved results. I mean, mostly because I think that. Um, oh God, I'm uh, the guy. I, I oh, what is Kevin? Oh my God, uh, what is the name of uh, this fellow? Is um, Kevin Corrigan, excuse me. Kevin Corrigan uh, is just is fantastic in that. I really, I really enjoyed results a lot. I thought, I thought it was 
you know, it, it was it was a really great under kind of underappreciated uh, film from 2015, and um, this definitely does not get to those heights. Now, what what is the this film exactly? As I as I as I've rambled and rambled on here nonsensically, seeming for the, the last uh, uh, it's going on seven minutes here. Uh, support the girls. Stars Regina Hall in the central focal point of the film. She she is the true main character, and she's great. She kind of uh, outside of some some nice supporting roles uh it's it's a very mixed bag in in the supporting actor category in this film i thought i I feel like she she really shines and then you've got a couple other people like um shana mchale is that that shana mchale who was the girl from uh no maybe i'm sorry i think i have her name wrong um not Shane McHale. AJ. Nope. Not. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, Haley Lou Richardson. I don't know who that is, but she's okay. She's all right. She's sort of in between. Um, Brooklyn Decker has a small role in this at the end, and she's fine. Whatever. Uh, James Lagros is good. He plays the owner of the of the of the of the place, and he's he's been in a, he's he's a guy you've just seen his name. I'm looking at his filmography now, and it's like. It's like dozens and dozens and dozens long. He's got a nice little small part in it. I'm still looking for the uh, um, the name of the actress who I'm thinking of, who was in the Kimmy Schmidt. And where is this freaking name? Can you believe it? God, I think okay, yeah. So her name is Dylan Galula. She's really, I think she's really good. She's she's uh, she's gonna she's gonna have a nice uh, career. She's a good actress. She's got a small part as like the new girl, and she's sort of like. You know, it's funny because there are there's uneven performances, and so she sort of pops, and there's some funny bits in it. I mean, like it, there's there's uh, I I love this bit about um uh one of the girls gets a large side midsection stomach tattoo of Steph Curry, and uh, there's like a policy at this. They work at a restaurant, so the plot just the plot very quickly is um. Is about a Hooters style place, but it's it's like an independent Hooters style place that is uh, I I, I want to say Texas. I don't know if they ever get they don't really ever give you an a but it, uh, there's 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 um I wanted to say it was said in Texas, if not Texas, some somewhere other middle middle America South kind of uh, uh, landscape with you know a lot of just. Um, a place where a, a, a restaurant, a fake restaurant called Double Whammy, is a restaurant, as they're as they're known, a restaurant, um, tilted kilt. I'm trying to like these. These are Twin Peaks. There's a bunch of um, uh, who you know, Hooters is is the main one that everyone knows about. But I guess there's a couple other chains of uh, restaurants. And look, they're they're they are what they are, and they they you know the the film gets into that a little bit, you know, the, the, the realities of what that is. It doesn't, but I, what I, what I liked is that it, it, it's, so it's using this to tell a story. Like it's using this location of the restaurant double whammies to tell a story about just the people who work there. And, and, and it's just, and that's all it is. It's just a setting. It's not really trying to make this any kind of larger, like uh socioeconomic points or, or points about gender, uh, 
uh, it, I think they're there, uh, gender and race and all these issues, but they're not beat you over the head thing. It's really a, it's a, it's a character story. It's, it's it's about it's about these people. It's about it's about the people who work there. It's about Regina Hall's uh, character Lisa, who's the general manager of the of uh, the sports bar Double Whammy. And it's a day in the life movie, and and it was going great, and I was I was really enjoying it, and then it hits sort of the um, the climax, and the climax is just it it it, it was poor, you know it doesn't involve Regina King's character. It's one of the the longer you know I call it a set piece, but it's a the sequence in the film where things kind of go haywire at the uh, at the restaurant, the restaurant, and uh, the, the the movie. It, Ironically enough, I guess you could say it goes off the rails itself, and I and it completely lost me uh, about at that that kind of three quarters of the way through point. And I didn't I didn't love the resolution either for the characters. I thought it was a little bit just um, man, slightly lazy. Uh, it's just uh, I, I was just so taken out taken out by the scene of the haywire scene of just uh, it was not funny and, and just a lot of bad acting. Uh, really and and it stinks because it was it, it was going so smoothly and i was like this is another you know he made another kind of solid movie that's really kind of billing you know it's billing itself uh or you know and i hate this i hate to keep bringing up mumblecore because i think bujalski probably himself as a writer director of films doesn't necessarily want that to, to have to like go through this every time he he comes up with something and i was just looking at his wikipedia page and apparently he wrote the new live action lady in the tramp movie that disney is producing coming out uh i guess later this year early next year so he's he's branching out i'm sure he hates to that you know that you're that that this sort of uh con very confi oddly confining uh genre mumblecore kind of is, is almost haunting him uh and i'm sure he uh and I, I've never, I don't know much about him personally or if he's ever talked to is what his feelings are on it. I know some of the other guys I've seen. I think um, Swanberg and the Duplass brothers sort of, they shrug it off. I mean, they're not necessarily, they don't, they don't love or hate, nor hate it. So, I mean, it, it, it just, it, it, and I don't mean to just, const I don't think like it's fair to constantly kind of uh, trying to frame it in, in, in that mode of thinking because I think clearly he's, he's, just trying to tell stories now and um it's it's good it's you know it's he's a white dude and he's telling a story with with a, a black female lead character and that can that that in and of itself is i think you know something that not necessarily to applaud but it's necessarily it, it's it's nice to see especially one that's not you know it's it's and it's not played for um It'd be weird if it was played up in a way because because you got a white guy who wrote and directed. It'd be weird if it was played for for a little bit more of a racial commentary, because then it's like you know why is the why is who who's this white guy who's trying to tell this story? But but really at the end of the day he's just trying to he's just trying to tell a um a human story. And I would be I'm curious to see the origins of this because because if you think about the filmography. Uh, it doesn't seem like this is a world that he would have a lot of interest in the world of the restaurant. So, so that as a setting is kind of fascinating. Uh, and, and like I said, a, a, a disastrous, uh, kind of climactic scene that, uh, doesn't come off at all. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't give any laughs. Uh, and it was really just a mess of bad acting and sort of just, 
I don't know, it just just awkward awkwardness on screen that I just um you know, I guess uh I guess life can be awkward at points and maybe maybe that's what they're going for, but it's just uh it just can't come across as something that kind of derailed the film for me personally. But there are like like I said, I won't I can't give it a, a complete I'm not gonna pan the film. I, I you know, I would give it a, a very slight recommendation just to see what uh, was, you know, 65% of a, of a pretty solid film, uh, solid uh, character-driven comedy film that has a little bit of heart behind it, and it tells like a, a very uh, heartfelt story about these characters who are flawed and who are just trying to get by. And so uh, I, I am looking forward to, to continue, you know, looking, I mean, you know looking, at, looking at the filmography yet one more time is is you know he he so he does uh the one movie i haven't seen is beeswax that 2009 that seems like another very much in the mumblecore uh low budge but then he did computer chess which is the outlier of all his films and i did see that and that that's one i have not seen since uh for a few years i only seen it once and uh man one i one i would like to revisit because i remember thinking like that was just an odd Kind of a mockumentary, if I recall. That just just uh, definitely an outlier in the, in the in this whole filmography. And that it's a, that weirdly works as this sort of like before and after point too in his filmography. So you've got this computer chess, which is not like any of the other films, and you've got results and support the girls, which are very much similar, and they're in the same tonal kind of landscape and visual landscape. And then all the earlier work is just straight up that mumblecore kind of period. Uh, but that's that's the, the primer here for Andrew Bujalski. As this is the first one, as this is, I've noted here, this is the first film of his that I've reviewed. I just noticed, so I just wanted to do a little bit of setup, a little bit of, a little bit of uh, get get the get get the House Bujalski in order. And look, I'm going to go watch Game of Thrones season uh, episode, the third episode now, because it's hard to do anything without getting getting these spoilers up. But everyone's spoiling everything, you know. It's like just what the heck is going on here? And uh, you know, uh, tomorrow is May May the first, right? Tomorrow's May the first. May the first be with you. So we look forward to that. That's going to be great for everyone involved uh, on Earth uh, as we go into another month here in 2019. So thanks again for listening to this. Oh my God, the 190th movie review that I've done. How am I? How have I done so many of them? Uh, but uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do not know. But I thank you for listening and and God 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 bless you for that.